right, it's our monthly visit with Steve Burness, the president and CEO of the Better Business Bureau. Thanks for being here, Steve. My Always my pleasure to be with you. We are right in the middle of tax season. We're going to talk about some tax scams during this podcast. But first and foremost, it's opening week coming up for the Chicago Cubs. And that always means that there's going to be scammers out there. There's going to be scammers out there. It happens every year. It's a perennial problem. Make sure you, first is, is tickets. There will be fake tickets. Usually for every game, there's counterfeit tickets. And as consumers, you cannot tell the difference. You really can't. And actually, some are so good, they just make copies of it, too, of legitimate tickets. So you've got to know the person you're buying from. If you're buying it on Craigslist, good luck, because you may never uh, see the light of day or see the inside of a stadium uh, because you don't know who those people are. It's different if you're buying a couch because you can see it. You can sit on it. When I give you a ticket, it looks good, but you're not going to know until you walk in the door. And again, I, I can't tell the difference, and, and consumers are not going to be able to tell the difference of counterfeit tickets. Again, somebody prints it at home. Instead of hitting one copy, they hit 99 copies. Right. So I, I would advise, the Better Business Bureau would advise anybody from um, actually buying tickets you know, on the streets there, um, anywhere on Craigslist or somebody you don't know. Uh, the only place we recommend is a licensed ticket broker. And that's where uh, you know you're safe, they're protected, they're licensed, and make sure that uh, you're dealing with somebody who's reputable, even though you have some good actors and some bad actors yeah. too. So I'm not saying they're all good, I'm not saying they're all bad, but uh, check with the Better Business Bureau, see what the report are, because we do have some that are F-rated, and we have some that are A-plus and uh, accredited by the Better Business Bureau. So so even if you if you, ha- if you buy tickets from a StubHub or a Ticketmaster, someone you're going to pay a little bit more for... Right. Those are accredited, and you can trust where you get the exactly. tickets from. Exactly, those yeah. places you can trust, and make sure you just don't deal with anybody you don't know or can't trust. And there's some, there's a lot of some fly by nights out there. Just like every industry has them, uh, just make sure that you check out, check them out with the Better Business Bureau first, see what the report is. And again, buying on Craigslist is not recommended at all because you don't know who they are. They can, it's like somebody walking down the street and handing you a ticket. You're going to believe them? No, right. So why would you do the same thing on Craigslist? Because on Craigslist doesn't make it legitimate at all. So we suggest licensed ticket brokers, the only thing as well. And the second thing, and most important, again, for this upcoming week is is the counterfeit merchandise. There'll right. be a lot of them out there. There's a lot of counterfeit items from China. Um, so if you go online and hit you know, Chicago Cubs jersey, you may get a, a, a somebody that's operating in China or somewhere else that you don't know about. I um, saw an email literally a couple of weeks ago, wor- still, World Series champion Chicago Cubs jerseys for $25. Exactly. Just like the players wear. Right, exactly. That's not going to be the case. No. Not at all. No. So I would stay away from, like you said, completely those emails that come to you because they're unsolicited. You don't know who those companies are. And just because you click on them, you don't know what site you're going to. It can have spam. It can have malware on that site. And, it, and more importantly, it can be a, a counterfeit site. So you want to get go deal with a reputable organization so you make sure you get a licensed product and make sure there's a seal on it. And uh, you're going to pay for that, but that's obviously it's a, it's a great product. And uh, if you buy counterfeit, it can, you know, the colors can wash and run off in one soaking exactly. or not. You never know or tear. One day you'll have a logo, right. the next day you <laughs> they won't. won't have a logo, right. I see, Steve, also people, and I know they're proud and they're happy, still posting tickets on Facebook or social media, pictures of their tickets with the barcodes up there. And they'll say, I have opening day tickets. Here's the picture. Right. Well, anybody can blow those up and scan those, right? Exactly. You got to be very careful on the uh, internet, especially if you put something on posting on Facebook because they can, or any of those sites, you can see it and they can take that scan and copy it in some way. And then guess what? The first person who gets in is going to get in. Everybody else behind is not going to get in. So they can get in before you, 
and then guess what? You know, you won't be able to get in, or by the time they figure this out, it'll be the end of the game. So we've seen problems with that, and you know, before in the past, with somebody call us up and they stupidly put their ticket on on Facebook, not knowing. So just cover it up with your finger or something. The barcode is the most important thing at the bottom, and that's important. And anytime you can use your credit card for any type of purchase, whether it be online, offline is the Better Business Bureau always recommends using your credit card. You have your safest protection because it's the bank's money when you're disputing it. If you're using your debit card, think about it. If they drain your account on ID theft, your money's gone. And then you'll get it back, but it takes some time to go through the bank process. But that's your money. It's gone. So we had a woman uh, a few months ago who, you know, her account was drained. I think it was over $10,000 an identity theft was taken out of her account. She got it back, Mm -hmm. you know, two months later. But again, she had no money to pay her mortgage, her car note, insurance. You know, uh, whatever it may be. So I would suggest you use your credit card if at all possible. Debit card, secondly, and never send cash. Right. And one thing I have to say for every consumer out there, and we're all consumers, businesses and our consumers, if you have to send money outside the country in any way to any offer, that is the tip off to the rip off. Yeah. The only time you should send money out of the country or, or uh, see using a you know uh, Western Union those types of organizations wiring the money is it somebody you know a family member or something like that if somebody calls you up and you have thirty minutes to pay or you got to pay by wire transfer you know immediately uh, that is a tip off to rip off and a scam and the only thing you should pay for in thirty minutes is a pizza and that's yeah, exactly it. right, right. just it. be smart be, yeah, be smart, smart about and it check with the better business bureau yeah I and mean, I've been doing this for twenty nine years and I think that's a, a, a t- each time I, we talk about this. My biggest frustration is that people don't call us first. They call us after. We had a woman last year, I keep using her name, but she lost $100,000 in a scam. Yeah. You know, And uh, she knew to call us to complain. It was too late. We could have told her in five seconds right. it was a scam. She would have saved $100,000. So there's a lot of information out there. The Better Business Bureau has a lot of information, but there's other websites too. Right. You have to do your homework. I would suggest consumers put the name of the company in Google yeah. and put the word scam next to it. Mm-hmm. And see what comes up. So many times, people today, because it's on the internet or they've seen it somewhere else, oh, they think it's true. It's true, right? You know, and we got we had a recently we had a, a consumer who lost a lot of money. Who she thought was Publishers Clearinghouse yeah. called her and said, you know, you want the Publishers Clearinghouse? She saw it on TV a few mm-hmm. weeks ago. Somebody legitimately won, but this is a scam artist. So she didn't check with the BBB. She thought it was them. She gave them, I think it was a thousand dollars. Yeah, because she won, you know, ten million. She sure. had to pay a thousand dollars, and they took the money. She wired outside the country, and just make a. Fo- it, it takes yes. two seconds to make a phone call Quick or just question. go online. We have staff of experts go online. Just yeah. do some research as well. That's probably the biggest frustration in my job, and because we can save consumers money, we're not the panacea. Yes. Nobody's complete panacea of anything, but you call us first, yeah. you'll be in a driver's seat. Absolutely. All right, let's get to, to some IRS tax scams here. Uh, there's an IRS collection scam. Um, and this is it, it's timely too, Steve, because we have the extension this year. We have until April eighteenth, uh, and then if you file an extension, you get a little bit longer too. Uh, but people are getting some of these phone calls now, or the IRS, or people saying they're the IRS, right. are starting to reach out. What's the IRS collection scam? The IRS does not call you and basically tell you you're going to jail in thirty minutes, as we just talked about. Uh, unless you pay that money, mm-hmm. uh, we always suggest that consumers, you know, the IRS does not call you. However, the caveat to that now is the IRS is going to hire collection agencies to collect back taxes. Mm-hmm. So, in, in essence, you are going to be getting calls from the IRS collection agency saying that you owe money. So, you you got to be. That's what we're concerned about is that consumers are going to be getting calls when we're telling them for the last 20 years that the IRS will not call you. They'll send you a note. So, yes, the uh, they will still send you a letter and tell you that you are going to a collection agency, and then they will send you to a collection agency. However, a scam artist is not going to – they're going to say they sent a letter. That's right. what we're concerned about. Right. 
Because consumers going to hear now. How are consumers going to be able to differentiate? Well, obviously, you're going to have to get a letter from the IRS first. Okay. So that's the key. And then if you, you still contact the IRS directly, you call them yourself. You know, if somebody calls you on the phone or if somebody you know uh, knocks at your door, whatever it may be, you always want to verify that who they are. So if you do get a collection agency from a, a legitimate collection agency from the IRS, just hang up. Tell them you call them back and call the IRS yourself directly and see if that's the case. But okay. unless you're notified in writing, it would I would. You know, the IRS has told us right. and there's others that they are going to notify everybody in writing. So mm-hmm. if you don't get anything in writing, I would consider it a tip-off to the rip-off that it's a scam. Would you suggest going in person to, I mean, to maybe a, one of the local IRS offices or, or calling your accountant and having them check it out as well before you automatically start saying, okay, here's my here's my check, here's my credit card right, number? Right, exactly. Check it out first and obviously go into your accountant because they probably know the rules and regulations and they know a lot of the scams. But yeah. contacting the IRS by phone or stopping the office it wouldn't hurt uh, because because there's going to be people out there taking advantage of the situation. And now we're right in the midst of a tax season right. here. You know, you got people calling you, saying they're from IRS, trying to, you know, fish information out of you, yeah. saying that we need more information, we need your Social Security number, things of that nature, because consumers are, are understanding that it's tax time, so the IRS will be calling. The IRS does not call you and ask you for information because they know your Social Security number. They know a lot about you. So, yeah, probably uh, too much, but too they, much, do exactly. they do know. They do know. A lot of people find out they're a victim of identity theft when they go file their taxes and somebody else has filed their taxes on behalf of them, so it does happen. So it's going to take a lot of work to unwind that. If somebody does get a phone call like this and it's legit, Steve, can they still go to BBB.org yes. or can they still call you just to verify, hey, is this is well, this really the IRS? Well, we'll talk to them. Obviously, yeah. uh, we'll talk to them. Every case is uh, different. But again, if it's a quick payment or they need personal information, that's not the IRS. Yeah. IRS does not work that way. Even a legitimate collection agency that they're going to hire are not going to ask you for money in 30 minutes. Right. So they're going to work with you in getting the payment. Uh, make sure you get a letter as well. But what we suggest consumers do and businesses is go to Scam Tracker. Oh. And that's a great site on our website, bbb.org slash Chicago, and then Scam Tracker. And that's where everybody puts their information about scams, what they have seen, even if you don't fall for it. The, the key to that is so that we can get the information out to others. So if you go to vb.org and look at Scam Tracker, it's a heat map of the whole North America, and it's actually you can zero down to your neighborhood and see what your neighbors are complaining about. And if you were to type in IRS, it'll, it'll pop up on the screen all the IRS scams in your area where people are reporting. Yeah. So it's important for people because a lot of times people say, ah, you know, like you said, you got an email, you know it's a scam, but right. tell us about it. You know, of put course. that in Scam Tracker. Uh, What's any the, number consumer. One sam- the, w- the number one scam right now? Well, number one scam, now would be obviously home improvement will be home scamming, okay. uh, but the IRS is, is right up there right now too. So it's uh, collections, it's, it's uh, you know, won a prize. So uh, we don't have the stats yet for, you know, obviously 17, but those are the usual. Are the ones that usually end up at the top of the list. So somebody's saying you want a prize, you don't yep. you don't have to give them money out. Some of the IRS is calling you, and we're also having some concerns with the what we call um, imposters of of you know, utility companies. For instance, we have calls from consumers who are saying that Commonwealth Edison called or. Or people's gas is called, and they were going to shut the, um, the your gas, ser- gas sure. off unless you pay in thirty yes. minutes or less. So, and you got people going to homes too, saying they're that they're uh, representative of the organization mm-hmm. when they're not. We had uh, Commonwealth Edison uh, employees said they uh, saw the jackets being sold at a flea market to oh Commonwealth Edison. So, again, consumers, especially elderly because they're home and more susceptible to this type of scam, is to make certain that you verify who's at your door by mm-hmm. calling yourself directly. You know, don't let them in your house. Right. Uh, there's no need for an emergency to get into your house. What they do is they want to get into your house and Easy. then, oh, let's go downstairs. Let's yes. look at your plumbing downstairs. And you, as you go downstairs, you leave the front door open. Guess Someone what? Else Someone in. else comes in. Someone else comes in. Please, if anyone comes to your house, 
house, unexpected, do not let them in. And if they call that utility, call that people's gas, whatever it may is, or, or even a cable company, right. and verify. Not the number they give you. Yes. And sometimes they have an ID. It, doesn't mean, it could be fake IDs, too. Right. So call the company yourself directly. And what some consumers have done said, you know what, let me call the police department and see, oh, and see if they yeah. scatter real quick. That's a good one, too. You know? And they'll usually call, right, Steve? Yes. They'll say, hey, we're going to have a service tech come out. Right. We're going to check your meter. Yes. You know, they give you advance notice that they're going to be coming out there. Most times they do. And yes. ask to see ID. Exactly. That's Sometimes they're fake. Do. You got to be careful about that. Yeah. That's why I say because, they, you know, like fake IDs for kids. They sure. Anyone under 20 always has a fake ID. Yeah. They're out there. You can't, I never did, Steve. No, I never did course. either. No. no, I'm not 21 yet. So no, that's why me I didn't neither, right? Either. <laughs> but again, if they, they're coming to your house, call the company itself. So if they are saying they're calling from Commonwealth Edison, Call Commonwealth Edison. They'll gladly take the call and prevent this. And actually, they came to us trying to work on a program to where they can educate consumers better. So we're working with them to, to really – because they see this as a problem. We see it as a problem, yeah. especially the elderly. Think of your mother or anybody at home alone yeah. uh, where they come in and they uh, take you downstairs to the back of the house and they start going through your bedroom and take all your valuables. Please don't let them in your house until you verify. Call yourself or call the police if you really need to. Absolutely. And when in doubt, again, always, because I I had to call you for a personal issue a few weeks ago, too. Um, I was proactive about it. You helped me through it and saved myself a lot of time, money, and heartache. Yeah, we've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, Yeah, call ahead. We've been doing this for a long time. We have staff of experts. Go online. There's so much information out there. There is. Consumers today, fast-paced society, they don't have time. You know, it's always like, oh, I got to can't research it but there's so much information comparatively to you know 30 years ago when i started we had nothing we were on rolodexes yeah exactly and we didn't have voicemail or fax machines now is a plethora of information out out there there. and guess what there's more scams yes i it doesn't correlate right it doesn't because consumers are not checking that's all it is because we get calls every day i fell for this well so did the thirty thousand other consumers that told why didn't you call us first well uh, now I, I will. Think now I will. Exactly. exactly. So, yeah, so, so we're your uh, pro right. act. Ask the BBB proactive first, here. basically. Yeah. Absolutely. Steve, next time we're going to talk about home repair scams and the Internet of Things Great. as well. So, Sounds thank good. you. And My pleasure. Get your taxes in. Beware of the uh, baseball scams. And uh, don't believe the IRS unless you check it out. That's right. And go Cubs, go Sox. There you go. All right. Thank you, Steve. My pleasure.